What's going on, everybody? This is Joey from WrestleBuzz, and welcome to the October 3rd edition of WrestleBuzz Radio. Uh, before we get into uh, this wonderful world of wrestling, uh, if you want to give us a follow on social media, at WrestleBuzz on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok, at WrestleBuzz with three Zs on Twitter. Uh, download us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, man, what a weekend it was. Um we went into it like you kind of had that idea, right? You get a double show, NXT No Mercy on Saturday, AEW Wrestle Dream on Sunday, and uh, if if you like both, it was it was a treat because I I do, I do enjoy both shows. So it was a long one. It was a long one for sure, but uh, definitely a fun time. It's kind of like where do you start at this point? Uh, it's Tuesday if you're listening to this when we first drop it. So you kind of, you know, you've indulged it all. You, you, nothing's breaking here, but uh, uh, hopefully you're here for the reactions and uh, my thoughts on what did happen this weekend. Um, I think you got to kind of start, you know, with the biggest of the news, and that's Edge debuting in AEW at Russell Dream. Uh, it, it's pretty surreal, to be honest, right? Like, it was kind. it wasn't like super, you know, unrealistic getting as the time got closer to the event but uh like looking at it from like a bigger picture like going into it, it's like man edge who you would assume was a wwe lifer right um just looking at his career uh and his comeback but then you kind of like you hear him talk about it it's like <clears throat> They just, you know, he wanted to still want to do a lot more. And I guess WWE didn't really have that plan for him, which is fine. I think no one's wrong there. I think Ed should want more. He's, you know, at probably the last chapter of his career. Um, And WWE has other plans for other people. And I think they got to focus on their future life after Edge, right? And if he still wants to be in certain spots and they have plans for other people, then, you know. You just don't agree on it and you move along. And he said it multiple times. There's no ill will. He knows where he, he remembers where he came from. He brought it up in the, in the pro, post scrum to be a bunch of times. So um, that's that, I guess. Right. But I think just looking at it, like, again, going back to the actual event, how it happened, uh, the the match leading up to it between Christian and Darby was so worth the main event of that show. Uh I, like to be fair, like even if Edge didn't show up, that match was awesome. And who would have thought, like twenty twenty three, Christian main eventing a uh, you know a top wrestling promotions pay per view as a champion too? I mean, it's not something you think about. Was what do they say? It wasn't on my bingo card, my twenty twenty three bingo card, right? So, I mean, props to both them. I mean, Darby went through hell, as he always does. Some of those spots were insane. Um, yeah, that match is good. I, I, I'm i intrigued to see what the ratings come out for, for that match and the rest of the show. But, uh, again, back to Edge. I mean, he's my guy, right? Uh, if you listen to anything I've done, you know, the past couple of years, I've talked about Edge. I talked about Bray, two of my top guys, and uh, man, it's just crazy to see him in another place. 
and again i luckily i like and like to enjoy both shows so i'm not gonna you know i'll always support whatever he does but i'm glad i do watch AEW so i can keep tabs and see what he's doing um the matchups are cool that he has available to him now with kenny whether it's mjf him and christian him and christian teaming up against the bucks ftr and others um there's more obviously but um it's a good it's a great get for AEW too whether you like it or not i know you know a lot of people are indifferent i hope i hope like anyone that's listening to this that's a part of like you know i hate even saying the russell bus community but you know what i mean like a part of this people that listen to this podcast that you're not one of those people that's like oh he's a traitor or like something stupid like that because that's so ridiculous um there's there is people that do think that or just saying it to be trolls um i think that's i think that's out of hand like so ridiculous it's kind of like you know when cody left AEW, there was AEW quote-unquote fans that like called him a traitor and whatever i think it's so ridiculous so um you don't have to like AEW. you don't have to watch any like watch it but it's still like a an interesting move for him um but i'm happy for him, like to see him get other chances in other places he didn't mention something that kind of was like he said when he walked out he felt like freedom like it was in the indies and i think i saw something like bully ray said like that's a really good thing um i'm sure that's what he meant but i just took, took i maybe i took it differently I'm just comparing, I guess, comparing AEW to the Indies is not, I don't know. I, whatever. I'm thinking too much, but like, I'm happy for him. I'm excited to see what happens there. I think he's such a good person to have in that, like, as a leadership role in that company after what they've been through with Punk. Uh, can you say he's kind of like replacing that role? I'd like to think so. Uh, Tony confirmed that he's a full time guy, he'll be there often which is great. And, you know, it's kind of just like, wait and see what happens. His first match, he'll be on uh, Wednesday's uh, episode of Dynamite to talk, which is on my birthday, not a big deal. 35, shout out to me, uh, October 4th. And then uh, the following Tuesday, which is, Interesting. We'll talk about NXT in a little bit, but his first match in AEW will be on a special Tuesday edition of Dynamite, the 10th, which is uh, going head to head with NXT. I don't know, man. You got to kind of hopefully HBK brings his A game that night or else they're going to get smacked up in ratings, at least for that uh, that time slot whenever Edge fights. Um, but he's going against Luchasaurus, which makes sense to seeing what happened at a uh, at Wrestle Dream, and uh, you know, we'll kind of go from there. I hope, you know, one thing I do not to be like, a, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer about it, but like, I do hope, you know, if this thing with Edge, uh, it's Edge versus Christian, it doesn't like, you know, take over the majority of his time there. Like, we, it's kind of like, yeah, they have their history, but like, I, there's so much more to see with Edge. I don't know how long he signed for. Um, I don't know what his plan, what their plans are for him, but 
I hope it's just not just like focusing on Christian. They're kind of starting it there to get it out of the way. Whether he eventually turns heel and joins him or they become a tag team, it is what it is. But I kind of hope they're just doing it now to get it out of the way. Um, but we'll see. He's, I'm assuming he's going to go through Luchasaurus, Nick Wayne, who turned on Darby, which is a big thing too. And then finally getting to Christian, I would assume that's like, you know, normal wrestling, old school wrestling booking to get to that, uh, to finish off the feud. So we'll see. Edge to AEW is a monstrous move. Um, people are like comparing as like the trade being Jade Cargo for, uh, for Edge. Um, hopefully that the both sides aren't done yet. And I kind of mentioned the last episode, like, assuming that edge was showing up or Jade came here. I forgot what I talked about, but um, it's kind of like old school back in the day when guys would leave one company and go to the other for between WWF and WCW. And now uh, I think there's a chance to like, kind of, you know, bring that back a little bit, have a little fun. It's fun for the fans, especially ones that like both. You get to see different people in different places. It's good. Hopefully Dolph or Ali show up there soon too. It'd be cool to see, you know, different faces in different places, man. It's always fun. So, um, Edge, I love you. I'll watch everything you do, obviously. Um, Let's just hope it's it's a good ride, man. Hopefully uh, they book you well because, you know, I'm about to question Tony Khan's booking in about two seconds. And that's where I'm at with uh, with Edge. The rest of the show, great show, by the way, Wrestle Dream. Um, the inaugural one for AEW. Um, apparently, Tony did say it was going to be a regular pay per view. Um, I think they're starting to, you know, get to that 12 month rotation. I think uh, there was the rumor that they're eventually going to, you know, sign with HBO Max or Max. And then, uh, but that's going to require them to have a pay per view every month. <clears throat> so, I'm assuming this is one to be added to the the twelve ten to twelve month rotation. Um, but uh, the night started off with MJF versus the Righteous, and if you know, you know, uh, the Righteous are my boys. And it was a two on one handicap match, and you know, just the way they were booked leading into it, so strong the per- the video packages destroying anyone that you know kind of came through their path leading up to it uh and mjf beats them and i granted he is the guy he is the champ but and he did cheat i saw it feet on the ropes motherfucker um i just thought it would have went a different way and you know it's not always going to be the way you want it to go but i just don't agree with that that decision um Obviously, they have other plans for the storyline to continue with MJF, Adam Cole, Roddy, and uh, the Kingdom. We'll see how that goes. Um, but for him to beat the, those guys two on one without any, like, you know, I mean, granted, he put his feet on the rope. He, there was shenanigans, but what, like any other shenanigans, like outside interference, I don't know. I just didn't like it. Didn't like it, man. So, um, I hope they don't get, you know, we don't not see them anymore because they were like pretty prominent. Like they were on every show. I feel like Rampage, Dynamite and Collision. Um, I hope they don't lose time or a spot. So 
let's see where that goes. But shout out to my boys in the Righteous for even being on the pay-per-view. It's awesome. Great to see them. Um, they're a great act. And uh, hopefully we see more. And maybe they get a win, a big win here soon. Um, and then, you know, I, I can't go through the whole card. Uh, but Brian Danielson versus Zach Sabre Jr. I think it was like before anyone really knew or thought Edge was going to show up. I feel like everyone thought this match would have main evented because, like, you know, this has been a dream match for most people that, like, fit, like, re- like you know, purest wrestling fans um, for a long time. And they're two very great technical wrestlers, two of the best. Um, it, de- it it's all depends on what you're into in this sense. I thought it was great. I thought it was very entertaining. Um, it's it's just kind of it was a variety of stuff throughout the whole show. And I think AEW, like that's what it's kind of like proven. Like from top to bottom, you got something, you got a lot, you got a lot of different things in each match. And this was one of those. And uh, Brian wins. And, you know, Zack Sabre Jr. calls him out post show to uh, either fight him in London or in Japan. And I think them two in Japan will probably happen. And I had to guess on Brian's like fa- farewell tour that he's having right now. So um, it was just good, man. It was really fucking good. So, you know, you kind of knew going into it, it was going to get the six or seven stars from Meltzer and uh, a lot of praise from everyone that watched it. You rarely saw any, any negativity on it. So shout out to those two guys. Uh, Brian gets a huge win and uh, we'll see what happens going forward, man. Um, but yeah, the rest of the card, it was 14 fucking matches, dude. Um, I had that going on as well as the, uh, the New York jet game. And, you know, it was a wild Sunday for me, ups and downs, peaks and valleys, as they say. So, uh, I don't know. Wrestle, wrestle dream is fun. I'm excited to see, uh, how dynamite goes, you know, the post, uh, post show here. And uh, it is a new era in AEW now, the rated R era. So uh, maybe I th- I could have swore Sasha was going to show up, but I guess, you know, this whole card, not counting uh, the pre-show, but even counting the pre-show, two women's matches. I don't know, man. I know Tony gets a lot of shit, but I feel like you get it through someone else on here. Maybe, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of confused. Main card only had one women's match on it. One out of ten. Damn. Yeah, I'm surprised we didn't see Mercedes. I thought that was gonna be, she was going to be a part of it, too, as a part of this new era, right? So, we'll see. The Rated R era has begun in AEW, and we move on. <clears throat> All right. NXT No Mercy, boy oh boy! You know, as you guys know, my praise for NXT still my favorite show. AEW killed it this weekend, and they're going to kill it going forward. But NXT is to me the best wrestling show on TV right now, still. And this pay per view was a, a big reason why. If you haven't watched it yet and you're hesitant because it's the new NXT. I guarantee you will love this, or not love, you will enjoy, at least enjoy the pay-per-view. 
even if you're not aware of the people involved. There's a lot of newbies on here. A lot of people you maybe wouldn't recognize if you don't watch it ever. Um, One of them being Tiffany Stratton, who, by God, is an absolute fucking natural for not being a previously trained wrestler before showing up in WWE. Um, I, dude, I just don't understand like how damn good she is already. And she's so new to this. Um, like she's going to be, if she sticks with it and she, you know, works on her little flaws here, which are very, uh, very limited. I just got a pop-up notification scared me. I thought my computer was shutting down, but her flaws are very limited. If there, if there are any, um, if she just works on those, and she like perfects them down in, in, in the PC, dude. She she could be the best. That's how like really good she is, man. And uh, extreme rules with Becky Lynch, man. Extreme rules match with Becky Lynch. I mean, they went all out. They were coming down the aisle, and like Shawn Michaels just had said recently on like a, a phone call that this NXT is the closest thing to the Attitude Era we've ever had. And I don't know if I necessar- necessarily agree with that, but I had said to uh, the Discord I'm in for Paper Champion, shout out to Paper Champion, um, that if he wants, if prove me that is the closest thing and give me Stratton with a crimson mask and literally like five minutes into the match, whether or not it was on purpose, she was bleeding. <laughs> so it kind of answered me. Maybe didn't get the crimson mask, but we got blood. They were whooping out everything, old school weapons, fire extinguishers, ba- uh, barbed wire bats, table spots, chair spots, man, Barbie doll spots. It was so good. So good. So Becky gets the win, retains the title. Um, and Tiffany just really, you know, she lost that match and she was a winner to everyone that watched it. She absolutely fucking killed it. Um, another winner from XT, maybe a face you wouldn't recognize if you don't watch the show. Trick Williams, the new North American champion. Surprisingly to me, I mean, dude's over with the crowd, way over. The theme song's there. Uh, but I didn't think Dom would lose it yet. Um, I may have predicted him in uh in my predictions, but I definitely wasn't confident in that pick. In the back of my head, I'm like. I think Dom it's I don't know for like ratings purposes and viewership on NXT and I think they would take it off Dom that quick but I'm thrilled for for Trick dude now real quick we'll hop over to Ilya and uh, Carmelo Drakenov's new champion NXT champion and another phenomenal match like all these matches are like top level stuff and uh Carmelo loses. I had Ilya winning again, but I wasn't super confident. And I'm just happy they gave him the, the title because this dude might be my favorite wrestler right now in current day product, along with Gunther, etc. And um, shout out to Ilya Dragunov, new NXT champion. Watch the match. Another banger. Telling you, this show is out of control. Um, yeah, so, you know, Carmel loses his belt. Trick gains a belt. 
they see each other in the back and Mel's just grilling that North American title. Like, are we going to get a feud with them too now? Does that happen? Are we going to get like a barbershop window? Mello's pissed. He lost his gold. Trick gets gold. It's always been like the other way. Like Trick's always been his lackey. Like, you know, hyping up Mello this whole time. And now he's on his own. They split up in a positive way. And can can Mello win without Trick? I don't know. But two stars. Two stars, both of them. So we'll see where that where that feud goes. Nonetheless, no mercy. Absolutely stellar show. HBK is the as the kids say was cooking this weekend, right? Um, big NXT uh, tonight. If you're listening on Tuesday, and next week's going to be a huge test to go up against the Dynamite. So we'll see. Uh, just to run through it, Blair Davenport beat uh, Kalani Jordan. Is that is it? Yep. Baron Corbin beat Braun Breaker. Big surprise, but they killed it in the match. It was a great match. Uh, the family, Tony D'Angelo and Channing Stacks, Lorenzo, are still NXT Tag Champions. Kind of wondered who's going to take it from them. That was a big win for them. I, I didn't think they would win, so shout out to them. And uh, Noam Dar beats Butch in the uh, NXT Heritage Cup match. So, again, sick show. <clears throat> Sick weekend if you were a wrestling fan. Um, man, I love stuff. We have Fastlane coming up this weekend. Uh, probably drop a predictions episode this week. Later on, maybe Thursday or Friday. And I think I want to bring back uh, the live post-show reviews on YouTube. So I fully plan on doing that for Fastlane, if you're listening to this. Uh, I'll post it on social media. At Russell Bus Everywhere, three Z's on Twitter. And uh be on the lookout for that. <clears throat> I'll drop a link. You could follow us on YouTube too and do the notification thingy and it'll let you know when we're live. Um all right, real quick, this is post raw. So we're all in the early stages of Tuesday morning here. Um I'll kind of run through a couple. I have some things down in my notes. May or may not, you know, really talk about them in uh full detail, but uh, Ripley's back. Rhea's back. She was not happy with the Judgment Day, and uh, there's a lot, of, still a lot of tension. It hasn't gone away. I thought it went away, but then it kind of it came back again. The tension that's there within Judgment Day. Dom losing the North American title did not help whatsoever. Um, oh yeah, she got his rematch back for uh, for NXT, and I, I don't know if he wins it back. That'd be shocking to me. <clears throat> um yeah, all in all, Cody and Jay Uso, Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso are getting uh tag team title shot at Fastlane against Priest and Balor, who Balor wasn't on the show tonight, I don't believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. But uh <clears throat> yeah, we'll see what happens. That'll be interesting. Cody and Jay Uso as a tag team against Judgment Day this Saturday at Fastlane. I'm not going to get my prediction now. You can wait for later in the week, but uh, it's going to be good. A lot of, uh, I feel like there's a few multi-man matches at uh, at Fastlane this weekend. Should be a fun time, though. 
another interesting that, that picked up during raw uh i think this is the first time you know she's really interacted during a show maybe but jade was tweeting out stuff throughout the show jade cargo i should say um first tweet this is like within four minutes so fans who should my first victim be or who should be my first victim i can't read sorry following up with because you all know jade cargo is big big on charity big big and then she said just standing next to me is a blessing so let me help you my first victim I'm not sure if this is during a certain segment. I wasn't paying attention, but um, who should Jade's first victim be? Because you got to know she's going to run through some people. Um, It seems like, you know, she might be going through the main roster, like straight to the main roster. When that will be, I have no idea. But um, I guess she could run through anybody. Like it could be NXT. I'd like to think think it'd be someone that doesn't have a title already. So like not Rhea, not Becky, not who's the other champion? EO, sorry. <clears throat> so who who deserve who gets the shot? Who gets the first uh experience with Jade? I don't know. Would it would you do just like a jobber? Like a quick uh a quick win? Or would you put her against someone like that's worth a worth a feud with or like a one off match? I don't know. I have no idea. Like I really have no input on this. Um trying to think as like in at this in this moment right now, what I would do. I'd bring her in first. I want to just set her up like for a first match and show up. Um Maybe have her show up on a pay-per-view first, not fight, but just kind of just talk, come out to the ring, give her peace. Maybe someone comes and dresses her. Who's it going to be? Great question. We shall see, right? But I like her interaction she was having um, during the show tonight. So we'll we'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens. Jade's coming soon. I feel like at this point. Uh, real quick shout out to Ivar. Uh, Eric, the other Viking Raider, is hurt right now, and uh, it, it it's a, like a really good sign that they're actually giving Ivar some love as a singles run. He's been going against the New Day, and both matches with uh, he had one with Woods tonight was great, and then he had was it last week or the week before with Kofi Banger, and I mean when this guy does a moonsault. 300 plus pounds guy doing a moonsault like little nimble guy um <clears throat> i remember like back when there was 205 live he'd call it 30 himself 305 live but that was funny uh yeah shout out to Ivar, man lots of love he might get a run right now who knows um what else happened on raw Oh, okay. Nakamura. He attacks Seth. You know, they're leading up to their last man stand, standing match at Fastlane. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of chatter in, on Twitter during the segment. And 
apparently, if you watch, Seth and Michael Cole opened up a segment uh, just talking in the ring. It was an interview. Cool to see Michael Cole, you know, in the middle of a ring giving an interview. I think that doesn't happen often. Usually it's just like a, a Miss TV type show or maybe one of the girls from the back doing it. But it was cool to see Cole up there. <clears throat> and he he referenced Seth to Seth about being a puppeteer and a manipulator. And uh, people took this as them referencing CM Punk, a promo that he had in Ring of Honor talking about being a uh, a puppeteer and stuff like that. I just it's I could have I could throw in the clip here, but you can probably just search it on Twitter or YouTube. Um, it, it doesn't seem it seems very it seems like a huge reach, but it's kind of like blowing up as people taking it as like the real deal, like they're hinting at him coming. This is punk I'm talking about. Now I don't say I don't want to say that's like impossible, but I also don't think that's how they would do it. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm I. Hey, we're a month or month and a half or two months away from uh, a month and a half, month and twenty away from uh, from Survivor Series, which is in Chicago. We'll see. You never know, right? <laughs> this, they could be making a big play. They see Edge go over to AEW, and now they want Punk. Wow. Would that be something? Um, Jeez, man. Imagine CM Punk comes back to WWE, dude. Whoa. Like, I don't even know if it's a good thing or not <laughs> at this point. I think, like, just talking with other people, other wrestling fans about it. I think I'm more in it for the actual moment than like long term. Cause like, you know, he's not the same punk as he was, but just the fact of him showing up in WWE is huge. So I don't know. I, again, I don't take that segment as a, a tease. I could be wrong, but I, that's not what I would ride with. If I was a, uh, an intrigued fan, which I am, so I'm not going to ride with it. Um, but you never, we you never, we shall see. Let's take a sweep for the for the working man. Should I complain again that I worked all night and now I'm doing this? It's almost one thirty. Um, <clears throat> don't mind me. I'm complaining in my old age. Twenty four hours to my birthday. Thirty five. You can send me gifts if you want. DM me on Instagram. I'll give you uh or any social media. I'll give you a place to send the gifts or my Venmo. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> Just kidding. Have a drink for me wherever you are. Um, <clears throat> real quick, I just want to mention uh, Drew McIntyre essentially turning heel gradually over the past few weeks. He, I wanted this from the get go. From when he when he came back, and uh, they brought him back as a babyface, which is fine. But him as a heel is going to be fucking awesome. He is such a monster, and I I think his babyface run was really good. He had you know the peak of it was during COVID, so he never really got that true love. And I think you kind of like use that as like fuel to the fire 
but uh he's like a guy i could see without doing predictions but like he's a guy i could see taking the belt off seth you know <clears throat> i think it'd be perfect but uh yeah again just keep doing what they're doing it's like a slow a, i don't want to i hate saying slow burn but it is a slow burn to him actually finally peaking at you know his breaking point so Drew heel turn all for it happy about it and he is an ultimate threat for for seth i'm assuming that he survives nakamura saturday if he doesn't then we'll just have to wait till the next baby face gets the title <laughs> um but damn and then we get you know raw ended <clears throat> i think there was a couple cup matches tonight becky was supposed to fight tegan for the uh nxt women's championship and she's not medically cleared. She had a big cut and got stitches. Becky, that is. So they gave us Champa versus Gunther for the IC title. They had the uh, the contract signing earlier in the night, and they just turned it into a match that night. Now I'm not sure if we were supposed to. They said it was originally for next Monday, and I'd be I was shocked that they wasn't going to be for Fastlane. So who knows where they're going with that? But uh. Could you do you expect anything less from Gunther and Champa? I mean, we've seen them go before in NXT, but like, damn, they gave them time too. I think that like the match, like their entrances started before eleven thirty, and they got time, dude. They had time. Two of my favorites in the business, man, and uh, what a match! They've really you know elevated that IC title here. And I loved loved every second of it. Gunther gets the victory in a brutal match. And, uh, you know, Imperium comes down. Imperium. Attack Ciampa. And you get get that good feeling thing. It's like, this is it. And you hear the music. Johnny Gargano's back. DIY is back together. And if it took Trump losing a match for me to get DIY back in this tag team division, then I will absolutely fucking take it because I've been waiting for this. And I know, you know, people online are idiots and uh, maybe didn't experience the DIY in NXT, but it's some of the, you know, the best stuff, man. If they recreate this. If they just, yeah, I wouldn't even mind if they carbon copied the storyline from NXT and brought it up here. Whether it's DOI getting together, winning belts, losing belts, heel turn, singles feud, give me it. I don't care if I've seen it already in this in this damn uh, company. I'll, I'll watch it again because it was magic. So DIY is back together. For now, a huge shot in the arm for this tag team division. Um, and I'm super fucking stoked. Super stoked, finally. You know, right in time for almost getting towards Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania season. It's a huge deal. It's a huge get. Let them get familiar with the crowd that may not be familiar with them. Whether it's the kids or whoever didn't watch NXT Black and Gold. And uh, hopefully they get to love DIY as much as a lot of us did. So... Happy that Johnny's back. Happy that they're back together. It was a uh, very solid Raw. 
the ending i mean a great ending if you're a big fan um before i end it let me just take another swig <clears throat> like i said before we'll be back again this week with uh fast lane predictions maybe talking about some whatever happened on dynamite edges uh first dynamite not his first match though <clears throat> and uh again coming live fast lane or post show about fast lane uh on saturday so expect that to be around you know 11 ish i think the show 11 eastern shows usually run three hours these days i think about 11 11 15 on on saturday and, you know just come hang out we'll fucking talk talk uh talk the show and if you guys want to ask questions or whatever we'll uh talk it up man um thanks for joining me today if you're listening we'll be back again this week with uh predictions uh my birthday's coming up say happy birthday to me if you want on the fourth don't don't be shy i don't bite uh everyone take care stay safe watch pro wrestling